Hey everybody, this is Cody here with Drew Code Sports Talk. Um, before we get started on this episode, I just wanted to um, bring light to the shooting in Texas that just happened a couple of days ago where 21 individuals lost their lives, 19 of them being children, two of them teachers. Uh, you know, we want to give a moment in the silence to start the episode and remember them. And, uh, you know, hopefully the stuff that happened in Texas doesn't happen any longer. Uh, especially with mass school shootings being at such an uprise. Um, you know, hopefully there's some sort of compromise and we don't want to get into all that, but um, I think it's important that we start off this episode with at least a moment of silence before we start. And uh, just want to, uh, Drew and I want to give our condolences to the families that were affected and lost uh, a child or a loved one to the uh, shooting recently in Texas. So, Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Cody with Drew Coat Sports Talk. I got a solo show for you guys, but we will be bringing you guys some NBA playoff talk. Uh, I'll be talking some Boston and Miami game six, along with talking about the Golden State Warriors gentlemen sweeping the Dallas Mavericks and asking a huge question. If the Golden State Warriors win the championship and Curry gets the MVP, where does he rank in the all-time list? So stay tuned for that, you guys. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share the video. Also, too, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Drew Coach Sports Talk. So that being said, let's go. going on everyone this is a, a solo show tonight like i mentioned drew is under the weather so i am taking over the uh this week's episode uh we actually just finished golden state warriors and dallas mavericks uh series tonight uh this i'm recording this on a thursday evening and a uh, golden state warriors did defeat the mavericks so we know that the western conference is set for the nba finals and now tomorrow night friday we wait for Miami versus Boston in Boston uh, with Boston being up three to two. So that's a huge series for uh, the Celtics and for Miami. <laughs> for those that have been listening, I predicted Miami, uh, oh gosh, back in the uh, Sixers series to go on to the NBA finals. And uh, there's a lot going on with that right now, but uh, you know, we'll see how that all goes. So Anyways, guys, before we get started again, just a quick reminder, please don't forget to uh, like, follow, share, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, you know, follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Just search Drew Code Sports Talk and it's all right there. Uh, so we're going to start off tonight's show talking about the NBA playoffs and specifically we're going to be talking about the Warriors and the Mavericks. So if anybody doesn't know, the Warriors did defeat the Mavericks, they Beat them in a best of seven, four games to one. Uh, Dallas did beat the Warriors in game four. That pushed it to a game five going back to Golden State. 
which is where Golden State did win. Uh, you know, I watched the majority of this game, and they looked like Golden State, for that matter, uh, looked comfortable throughout the entire game. Um, they didn't. They did lead. You know, they did lose a little bit of the lead towards the, you know, end of the third, beginning of the fourth, when Mavericks were trying to make a strong push, but uh, clearly it wasn't enough. Luca putting in twenty eight points. He shot three of thirteen from three. Uh, he had nine rebounds, six assists. Um, he did have four turnovers, though, so that didn't help. Um, you know, the only other score that helped him out was Spencer Dimwitty with 26 points, five of seven from three, seven of nine from the free throw line. Just too much. Warriors just had too much. Draymond Green had 17 points by himself, nine assists, six rebounds. He even hit a three tonight. So, you know, you know it was going to be Gold State's night when he hit a three. Uh, Wiggins had 18. Kayvon Looney had 10 and 18, seven of which were offensive rebounds. That was huge. Steph Curry had a quiet 15 and nine assists. Uh, he only took 17 shots. Uh, I think, uh, I don't want to say a huge surprise, but one that finally happened. Uh, Clay Thompson scored 32 points, shot eight for 16 from three, which is great. He hadn't been shooting the ball very well from three the whole series. So that was great to see. Uh, Jordan Poole joined the party with 16 points. Uh, one of three from three. He had six assists and six rebounds as well. Um, I think to sum up the series is Dallas just didn't have the offensive firepower. You can tell they need an interior presence uh, and they need a another scorer, a primary scorer to give Luca uh, some rest and to take the pressure off of him. Uh, I was texting with Drew earlier this evening and he did mention that Bradley Beal would be a great addition to Dallas Mavericks, which I agree. I don't know if Dallas has the assets though to um, to get Brad to get Bradley Beal just because I think he still has that long term contract he just signed recently. Nevertheless, so that would be great for uh, the Mavericks if they did get Bradley Beal. Yeah, Bradley Beal. Let's assume that they don't give up Spencer Dimwitty, uh, who actually ironically just came from the Wizards, so I doubt that he'd be in a sign to go back there. But nevertheless, um, you know if there was Bradley Beal, Luca and Spencer Dimwitty, uh, that would be a pretty scary team. I still think you'd be a little weak in the interior. You need to look through free agency to see what else is there. Um, I mean, DeAndre Ayton would be a great one. Uh, I really think that he would help bolster that interior. And, you know, it's a big man that's got some good size, a lot of strength, and, uh, you know, can shoot, just never had the opportunity with the way that uh, Phoenix's offense was. So, um. Yeah, so I mean, I think Dallas is just, you know, just a couple of pieces away from making it a, uh, I don't want to say a dynasty, but just a, a really competitive Western Conference team. I and mean, they, they proved it. They beat the number one seeded uh, Phoenix Suns. They also beat uh, Utah Jazz, who Utah Jazz was uh, probably, you know, projected to go further in the playoffs than the Mavs to start the season. And, uh, they sent the they sent the Jazz home early, uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, maybe the Jazz can work out a trade with uh, with um, you know the Mavericks to get um, who's that big guy that they have um, to get Rudy Gobert. Oh yeah, the guy that claims that he can stop Shaq. Yeah, truthfully though, Rudy Gobert on Dallas with Luca would be huge. 
doesn't solve anything offensively, but it definitely helps on the defensive side. But we're going to move on to Golden State, though, talking about them. So Golden State is moving on to the uh, uh, NBA Finals. This will be their fifth time. They won back in 2015 against LeBron. Uh, went in 2016, lost to LeBron. That's when he got his championship in Cleveland. Uh, then they went back-to-back years when they had Kevin Durant in 2017 and 18. Uh, and now they are back this season, uh, probably healthier than ever now that they got Clay Thompson back and now that they found a rising star in Jordan Poole. Uh, looks like Draymond Green is coming on really strong and Steph Curry looks to be nearly unstoppable. I don't, I mean, I think that him penetrating lanes and being a, uh, obviously he's been a great ball handler, but him being able to get into the mid-range game uh, get to the rack, I think is huge. He's not just a three-point guy. I think he's known for being three-point, uh, you know, for being a three-point shooter. But I think the fact that he can also just get to the rim whenever he wants, not as a not as a dunker, but just to finish the ball. He's got a great, great touch around the rim. He's beautiful with his floater. Um, you know, his layups are just, you know, are an art form. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that. And also, too, this... Dallas Mavericks season uh, series specifically, his defense definitely was underrated in that respect as well. He had uh, a couple of good defensive stops tonight, actually. Um, He had a block shot, I want to say, against Spencer Dimwitty. That was late in the fourth quarter. uh, And it was a closeout three, corner three, and it was really good play on his end to just, you know, not give the Dallas Mavericks any sort of extra momentum, and he was able to make that play. So Steph Curry's best been working on that and you know like i mentioned he is known for his threes but you know he's he does more than that and clearly it shows um the warriors look scary man i mean they're in the nba finals now i you know i will be honest i didn't predict this i did predict that the warriors would go to the western conference finals but would face the phoenix suns and i predicted the phoenix phoenix suns would beat them and obviously i was not correct uh Drew did predict that the Golden State Warriors would move on uh, and be one of the teams represented in the NBA Finals. The next team he also predicted, which we'll talk about now, is uh, the Boston Celtics and uh, Miami Heat game. Uh, he Drew predicted it would be Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. And tomorrow night, we're going to find out. Friday night, we're going to find out if Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, if they're enough to get past, uh, you know, the Miami Heat. Uh, Quick recap, Miami Heat was defeated um, in Miami by the Celtics, 93 to 80. Uh, This is in game five to then take a game six back to Boston. Boston holding the 3-2 lead. Um, Jason Tatum had a quiet 22. Jalen Brown, though, is the one that kind of... uh, is the one that really took over in this game. He had 25, shot five from nine from three. Um, you know, one of the things about what Miami does too is they create a lot of turnovers, and Tatum and Brown both had a good amount of turnovers, and yet they still came out on top. But that just has to attest to their three point shooting and also their rebounding. They had 46 rebounds as a team um, and shot 30% from three. Whereas uh, Miami only shot Miami Miami only shot sixteen percent from three, so you know definitely couldn't keep up with the volume. Miami, in fact, took um, looks like twelve more threes than Boston in Game Five, and just 
you know, their shot was not falling. Uh, didn't help either that Jimmy Butler um, didn't seem like you can find a shot. He went four of 18. Um, Kyle Lowry had no points. He went 0 and 6, 0 and 5 from three. Um, he didn't contribute very much. You know, Bam Adebayo was the only one that really had a, a really good game. He had a double double. He had 10 rebounds, 18 points. He didn't. He only had one assist though. And one of the things about this Miami team is they usually have really good ball movement, which starts with their defense. Um, Bam is a really good big man that's got really good handles, uh, a smart shot taker, and he gets his team involved. Um, it just, you know, in this game, didn't seem like that they could. And you can just tell, too, the assist numbers for the teams. Miami Heat only had 14, and Boston had 24 assists as a team. So, you know, I... <sighs> I'm I'm really hoping that Miami can push this to a game seven, but there's a lot of injuries. You can tell Miami was missing Tyler Hero, who missed his second game in a row in game five, wasn't able to play. I think it was due to a growing injury, a growing injury that's been bothering him all series. Um, and Boston, you know, with Marcus Smart only scoring five points, but really honed in on his defense, really made it a problem for Jimmy Butler and uh, everybody else to get a shot off. Um. You know, Boston, just the better shooting team, better team defense is just pulling ahead. They're going back home to Boston, like I mentioned on Friday night to close out this series. But, you know, this is kind of unfortunate and uh, a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, I guess NBA rumors starting that, you know, Joel Embiid tweeted out that Jimmy Butler needs a another playmaker. And, uh, you know, I doubt 76ers would ever do business with, the Miami Heat for Joel Embiid. I don't know what Joel Embiid's contract is to say that he's going to, you know, he's going to leave the Sixers and join Miami. I doubt it. You know, ever since Miami bounced out the Sixers, obviously Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler's love is for each other has been, you know, back on display again, where they basically like to talk about each other. And, you know, they were great together, I will say. I'm surprised the Sixers didn't do what they could to keep this team together, And referring to the Sixers when Jimmy Butler was on the team. But, you know, it is what it is. But we'll see what happens with Joel Embiid basically starting some controversy. And I don't know if he meant to do that or or what, but this should be very interesting. But, you know, I, I mean, if I'm thinking logically and if I'm thinking with my head, Boston's probably closing this out in Boston. Probably going to be, unfortunately, a blowout. Um, I don't want to say that just because, just for good basketball, I'd really love for, um, I'd really love for Miami to make it a really close game. But realistically, with how Boston shoots, how much they share the ball, it'll probably be a blowout, and they're probably going to be on fire hitting their shots. Uh, Miami will probably keep it close for a while, and you know, probably the fourth quarter is when it'll pull away and. You know, we could very easily get Drew's prediction of Boston and uh, and uh, Golden State, which honestly, if that comes to fruition, that is still a really good matchup. So I would not be upset with that at all. I think that'd be a phenomenal, phenomenal series uh, between the Celtics and Golden State. I would curious to see how Boston's team defense can handle Golden State, and I'm curious to see how Golden State can handle Boston shooting and vice versa too. I mean, Golden State's not that much of a defensive juggernaut, but I mean, you have Draymond Green, who's an all-timer in terms of defense going against Al Horford. He's got to go against Robert Williams. 
Um, you know, this will be really, really good. Jason Tatum and, you know, Steph Curry, Jalen Brown and Clay Thompson, you know, Marcus Smart and Jordan Poole or whoever. Um, you know, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, but you know, again, I would love to for Miami to push it to a seven and and win because at least I'd get my prediction half right. But you know, the way this is trending, man, Boston looks like they're going to get into the finals, and uh, and uh, it'd still be a great matchup. But Drew would have nailed this thing from Jump Street, so I'm sure I got to find a video around here somewhere and do a TikTok of him predicting this, and then and then it coming to fruition. So, anywho, guys, so. So quick question for everybody. If you had to think of an all-time NBA list, you know, who would be on it? I would definitely have, obviously, MJ, LeBron, Kobe Shaq would somewhere be on there, Wilt, Bill Russell, Magic, Bird, obviously the usuals. But, you know, with the Warriors going now to their fifth NBA championship, Steph Curry has three of them. He has no NBA finals, which is kind of hard to imagine just because of how great he is. And, you know, some would argue that if, you know, if uh, Andre Iguodala didn't have such a great, you know, defensive series against LeBron in the first matchup they had in 2015, that's, you know, Steph Curry could have probably taken home the, uh, the, uh, you know, finals MVP. So, with the Warriors moving on to the Western Conference Finals for this season, Curry was named the Western Conference Finals MVP. First one, the Magic Johnson Trophy. He was awarded it. But if Steph Curry wins a championship, his fourth, and becomes a Finals MVP, should Curry be on the top 10 all-time list? It's a heavy question to think about out of all the NBA legends that have played this game, you know, champions or non-champions before him, you know, should he be in the top 10 all time? I think what makes this tough is, you know, Steph Curry has always had Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. Those have been his two guys. And throughout his time in Golden State winning championships, um, you know, he's had some players here and there, but, you know, there pe- people may knock him for having Kevin Durant on the team for two years when they won the championship back-to-back years. Um, but you can't deny that Golden State, Steve Kerr, have just turned this Warriors team into a, a crazy successful dynasty. And... I don't think that they get this far without Steph Curry. And I'm not trying to now change this to, you know, how valuable is Steph Curry? I think, I think that's a, a topic that's not necessary just because, you know, it's asinine to be honest. I mean, Steph Curry is without doubt the most important player on his team, but um, top 10 all time. I would say what he did to revolutionize the three point shot, his, little man ability to still get to the rim, create shot for others, how he runs around the court, wears out the defenses and defenses don't just guard him at the three point line. They have to pick him up at near, at just a little over half court because he has been known to pull up from there and drain it with no, with no problems. Um, if Steph Curry 
and the Warriors win the finals and Steph Curry gets the NBA finals MVP. Yes, Steph Curry would be in my top 10 all time. Back-to-back MVPs won unanimously. Does he have defensive player of the years? No. Has he been on the all-time NBA list? Yeah. <laughs> He's one of NBA's top 75 greatest players. Uh, you know, NBA celebrating their 75th year and had their, you know, 75 most influential players. And of course, Steph Curry was on there. All-time leader in three-point shots. Attempted and made. Career 43% three-point shooter. Career 47 field goal percent shooter. And I think 91% from the free throw line. Would be a four-time champion if he won and a one-time finals MVP along with the other awards he might have. Yeah. He, in my opinion, he would definitely deserve to be on the NBA's all-time list. He'd actually be on mine, in fact. When I wrote down my list, though, I would say he's probably at number 10. But I don't think that this would also be his last championship if he wins this uh, this finals, I would say. So that's my two cents, you guys. So let us know in the comments down below if you think that Steph Curry is top 10 all-time if he wins the championship. or if Or now, maybe you guys think he's top 10 now with all the accomplishments and accolades he has now, but I'm, I'm, I would put Steph Curry in my top 10 if he wins his fourth championship and gets the finals MVP. He's already a hall of famer, but I think this would even further his legacy and, you know, put him in the, in the illustrious top 10 all time. So, All right, guys, I don't have very much outside of that. I just wanted to come on here real quick, and I wanted to talk about the NBA playoffs. I wanted to talk about the Warriors. I wanted to talk about the Heat, and uh, I wanted to go over all that good stuff with you guys regarding the NBA playoffs and how crazy this is. So let us know down below, you guys, who you think will move on in game six and who you think will meet in the NBA finals. Um, Drew and I cannot wait to get back on here next week talk about it i know this is a pretty quick episode but honestly i didn't have a whole huge episode to go i wanted to talk quickly about the nba playoffs and where all that is going so anyways guys quick housekeeping note so our drew and i's annual nfl record prediction series uh will be starting in june our first episode will be coming out june 4th uh, we'll be doing the NFC North. We're going to be doing the, uh, each division by division. So NFC North, AFC North, so on and so forth. Each week is a new division, and we will be releasing them once a week. And we'll be giving our record predicting of each team. We'll go over, of course, a couple of games, but for the most part, you know, when we go over that set division, we'll be giving out who we predict will be having that record. Uh, I think in the two years that we've done it, Drew and I are split. I pretty much had a good year last year with the terms of record breaking, especially in the NFC West. I think I nailed that thing like crazy. But anyways, um, but we'll see in this third year who uh, who will be uh, 
you know, who will win this one. But anyways, guys, the NFL record prediction series, like I mentioned, June 4th is our first episode. We'll be doing that NFC North. So why don't you guys go ahead and drop a comment down below. Let us know who you think will end up as the fourth seed through one seed in the NFC North. And we'd love to check them out. And don't forget to check out our episode when it comes out June 4th with that one, you guys. Also, too, if you guys are fantasy football fans, uh, Drew and I will be doing a fantasy football league and we want to have you guys join us. So if you guys are interested, uh, drop a comment, send us a DM, send us an email at DrewCodeSportsTalk at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to create some sort of 10-team league. Um, if we can get enough people, maybe we can do two. But if not, we'll at least do one. And uh, our plan would be to live stream the draft and you know get to know you guys, get to interact with you guys uh, as what we've always been wanting to do. And you know have a good time with... Uh, with the NFL football league. So anyways, guys, if you guys are interested in that, like I said, drop us a DM or let us know that you guys are interested in uh, fantasy football league or wanting to join us in one. And uh, we'll send you all, we'll send more details out once we get an idea of how many more people want to do it. And then we'll go from there. Anyways, guys, with that being said, I'm going to sign off for now. Don't forget to follow us at Drew Coach Sports Talk on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok now. Uh, and also, too, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to like, comment, and share. Also, too, don't forget to find us on our, our podcast. Uh, you can find it on iTunes, uh, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, all the other ones as well. Um, also, too, if you go to our link tree, it has all these links as well, along with new videos that we might do uh, that go on our YouTube channel. So we can't wait for you guys for that. So, anyways, guys, I'm signing off for now. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. So, we'll see you. High ambitions in the right mind can take you so far. It's like you lived a few lifetimes. Take off from a